1: Welcome to Remember When. We're looking back at the trends and phenomena that impacted our lives as young folk growing up in Aotearoa. My name's Jane Yee. Today I am joined by Lucy and Liv from Shit You Should Care About, The Shit Show, Culture Vulture, Extremely Online. What don't we do? (laughs) Jesus Christ, we have branched out, haven't we? (laughs) We're very, very busy. We are together today to remember when. The school library. Should we just do the whole podcast and complete it? Like ASMR. Oh, that think be quite good. ASMR was not a thing back no. in the day of the school library no. when we were we were trucking off with our class on library day. Oh was it a thing for
2: you though, Luce? Luce? What, well, ASMR. Well she loves a bit of a page turn.
0: Yeah, the sound of pages turning gives me like tingles. I never knew what it was till I sat in the uni library, not the school library. And Text Liv being like I can't focus because I'm so relaxed because all these pages are turning around me and I feel too relaxed. So then I realised what ASMR
1: was. Anyway, beside the point... Let's wind the clock back further from uni days to when you were trotting in... Uh, your whole single file, your class went in, and you're allowed to go and browse. Mm, you didn't have to learn anything; you just go and look at look at the books. And do you oh. know what?
0: Everyone would just go for like the Ripley's, believe it or not, the World Records, or the Where's Wallies, or you know, the I Spy yes. books. It yes. was always like the Goosebumps. Oh no, okay. Those? Well, oh, not for me. But yeah, really Rindrick school,
2: my little country school, that was what people loved.
0: Oh, but. Mm. Mm. What were you into, Lois? So really into the what were they? The Rainbow Fairies. Oh my god! The Rainbow Fairies. My daughter
1: reads them now. Oh my god! Are
0: they still being published? Oh well, they actually did slap. I think, and because I grew up with all brothers, so I think when I brought them home, I knew no one is going to be touching these. These are mine. They were so good that if they weren't in the school library, I would go
2: to the town library mm. and get them out. The town mm, yeah, library? the town library.
0: Where, where Geronimo Stilton? Were
2: you ever into Geronimo mm, Stilton? No, but definitely rings a bell. Mm.
1: Mouse? Is that a mouse? Yeah. Yeah. Little mouse. Again, I think that's still around too. Oh, hell yeah. Stood the test of time. Also, uh, something that stood the test of time. Well, I actually haven't read it since I was wee, but the Magic Faraway series, oh which my I know. God. It's, uh it's been hugely impactful for many a, a young person. Moonface. I, yeah. I just I feel like between the faraway tree and the wishing chair Those
0: books were the most I've ever imagined. No, they were the clearest. That's exactly
2: what I was about to say. It was like it took my imagination by the horns and just ran with it. I know. And I can even now, thinking back, I haven't thought about The Faraway Tree for probably 15 years. I know. And suddenly that picture is just right back in my head.
0: And even you read The Faraway Tree. Yeah, Yeah, even me.
1: In the early 1800s. (laughs) 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 Back when Jane was 20. (laughs) I I really specifically remember... um, I don't know if it was a chapter on the, like, the Candyland level. Level, what do oh, they call them? You yeah, get to a certain branch. Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a branch We're staying, like, in theme. Oh, uh, and that was just, like, obviously anything candy when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, but also I kind of feel like it's impacted my life in such a way that, as you're talking about imagination, I have this whole fantastical ideal that mm. I want to live in an English country house mm-hmm. and have a a lovely lush green yes. woods. forest woods. woods. Yeah. It's not really a forest of woods, yeah. you're right. Big difference. Um, at the bottom <laughs> of the garden. I know. Like that's that's my life
2: goal. And be called Franny or something. Base Fanny? Oh. Yeah.
0: Well the thing is, Jane. At least you can probably buy a house. Me and Liv will never be able to buy a house, let alone a house in the countryside but yeah, woods. True.
1: Not to bring this all back to the housing crisis. This is like that's a different podcast. Listen to when the facts change for that. <laughs> Did you guys have the uh, the Far Out series, which is like Far Out, Brussels sprout, Unreal Banana, but there's a complete blank oh, on nice. both your faces? It kind of rings a bell, but I don't think I read them. Okay, no. so probably 80s. It's like, an, it was actually an Australian series, but you know, we're not that far from Australia, so mm-hmm. easy enough to hift those books over. And it was like chants and rhymes, just so little chants and rhymes. And they were the Sweet. ones that always were booked out of the oh. library at my school, as well as anything Roald Dahl. Oh, oh Roald Dahl. Yes, Roald yeah. Dahl. Everything Roald Dahl.
2: I love Quentin Blake's illustrations. Blake. Yeah. yeah, his yeah. illustration's so beautiful. Did Ro- you guys
0: ever read Little House on the Prairie? Yes, oh my... Lucy, oh my God! Oh, <laughs> My dad read that to me yeah. when I was little. Honestly, that was like I love. It. I have thought Inglis about Wilder that. or Wilder.
2: Yes, we stand stunning. Also, Clarice Bean was a huge oh, one yes. for me. I will my not child.
0: ever, never eat a tomato. <gasps> Do
1: you remember those you're, books? What not, you,
0: will, you will, not, never. I will not ever, never. I will not eat a tomato. What's I the, think.
1: Can you? Put, what, does that mean you're eating the tomato or you're not eating? Yeah. The well, banana. basically, it was a picture book. Clarice Bean or Clarice Bean
0: really didn't like tomatoes. But then she was forced to try it, I think, by her parents or her older brother. And then she realised she actually liked them. But she was too proud, literally like me as a child, too proud to admit to everyone that, like, oh, okay, like, I've changed my opinion. I was wrong. So she just pretended... That she still didn't like them, and then I think she like, oh, I could be getting this completely wrong, but in my head she got up and like added a whole lot of tomatoes, but yeah, I, I don't know. recall. I don't know if that's correct, so this could be fake. <laughs> well, literally, <laughs> maybe I should write this book. Fake news. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, th- speaking of that, I actually tried to recreate it when I was little. When I was like seven, I thought I was going to be like an author and an illustrator mm. or something. Recreated all of the Clarice Bean books, typed Aww, them all up. Cute. Yeah. Isn't it great
1: that when you're a kid and you dream of being an author, because I'm pretty sure every kid mm-hmm. who loves books at some point dreams of being an author, but you just rewrite other people's oh, Yes, oh, that's all oh, you no. want to do.
0: Everything, the last sentence of everything is, and, and I then woke I... up and it was all <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes, I remember I wrote a book once, or not a book, a story, and, and, and it sticks in my head so much because I was writing about my mum who was really heavily pregnant, and I just wrote... My mum has a spew bug and she is about to sick the baby up. And I drew this (laughs) illustration with her of my pregnant mum, like, (laughs) throwing up. My baby brother.
1: You should sell that idea. I, I know. It it actually, copyright Lucy Black 2021. Please tell me someone's told you how it really happened since then. No, isn't oh. that not
0: how babies are born?
1: We'll talk after. Don't they get delivered to your doorstep? <laughs> um, I remember writing a poem that I thought was so clever, and it was um, it was heavily inspired by Roald, one of Roald Dahl's. I think like revolting rhymes, or one of his mm-hmm. one of his works about a a crocodile. Um, Enticing, enticing like children or something with, with shiny teeth and then eating them. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much just rewrote that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's was, so cute. You I can't remember singing? it. I can't crocodile, remember. It. Crocodile, no.
0: crocodile. About to make up. Shane actually but, wrote
2: the last chapter this morning,
0: but,
1: <laughs> but how <laughs> we, we thought that was okay that. to hand in to the teacher and yes. be like, yeah, original concept by oh. me. <laughs> Oh my
0: god! I will just also say in the school library, I would get told off every library trip because I don't know if you can tell by this podcast, but I'm real noisy. So I could never do the like silent reading because oh. it would just like bubble out of me. Like as soon as I'm told to be quiet,
1: I can't. Can we talk about the card slot in What's the back of the book? You know, the little envelope. Oh, oh, you know, pre okay. pre digital era, checking out books with barcodes. Oh, when if you were taking a book out of the library, oh you had god, a little yes. card. You had to oh god, put in yeah. the
0: date. And no, we more had like a little scanner. Yes. Yeah, no mm-hmm. scanners
1: in my day. True. So it was a very manual system.
0: Oh yeah. And and remember like you'd get the little receipt that has all the books on it and did you guys get stressed when you couldn't locate your library book and it was Oh, I like, lost my library book every single time.
2: Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can. Chaotic.
1: I think that like the dream for a librarian must be to have everything accounted for, right? Like uh-huh. every book. Has been returned and it's just never going to happen. <laughs> it's a
0: dream for a librarian. <laughs> it's a dream. They, they go to sleep
1: each night and just think, that Dewey Decimal System,
0: <laughs> I just can't get enough.
1: <laughs> Tomorrow may be the day where I can proudly strut around with my library trolley knowing that everything is in its Everything's place. Everything
0: in its place. Like, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't have a library where people check books out, you should just have a museum. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not interactive. No. Before we go, I just need to ask you about one book that was seminal in my life, and I feel like in the lives of many of my cohorts back in the day. Okay. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Never what heard the of fuck? It. Okay. It's Margaret, it Margaret Mayhew book, oh, I no, believe. Did.
2: did she write the one with the kid that got attacked by the shark? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, like the shark fat. suit. It wasn't yes. a real
0: shark. It was just a fin.
1: Yes. She's okay. anyway. got quite a breadth of work, because this one was about... Um, Getting Your Period. Oh, yeah. what was it called again? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> Just in case I get my one day. creepers. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at the time this was all very hush-hush and you Sorry. had, like, Nurse Pat came in and did the did the period talk. But with, aside from that, this was the book, you know? Oh, sounds traumatizing. And it was like a diary. Yeah. It was a diary. It was a diary. It was Margaret's diary oh. about, you know,
2: going through the chain. That's cute. What did we have?
0: Oh, I, I found this remember. random one that I think was for my older brother. <laughs> My <laughs> older brother about getting your period. No, not about getting your period, but about puberty and sex. Oh. And then I, one of my friends was around, and we read it, and it was just like I remember being like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> no, no, about no, actually never.
1: scaring me, just like yes. closing a shut. I am a giant idiot, by the way. I need to retract. Not Margaret Mayhew. Obviously, she writes children's. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: Yeah. Say. Judy Bloom.
1: Judy Bloom. Oh, Judy. Wait, Judy Bloom? Well, Judy Bloom is an author. And actually, when I read this, the. Oh. <laughs> I read the Bloom, oh it says it's about a sixth grade girl who's grown up without a religious affiliation oh. due to her parents' faith marriage. Oh, <laughs> oh, <goodness>. It's definitely <laughs> bad, bad appearance. So that's I the enjoy. only bit I can remember because, as a whatever, 11 or 12 year old, that's, that's the bit that I, that's all I cared about. Mm. Oh,
0: well, between that and my rendition of Clara's <laughs> being I will not even <laughs> ever eat a tomato, which could be completely false. <laughs> oh, this podcast, you should really take with like a whole teaspoon of salt or <laughs> tablespoon <laughs>
1: cup, dive maybe. into the salt silo <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay that's, that's all we've got time for but thank Damn. you guys do you have
0: more to say Always. no I don't have more to say
1: it's just really enjoyable when you get the gals together you <laughs> know for a classic remember when. <laughs> alright thank you guys so much thank you very much here for recording thank you to the spin off members for making this episode possible and we'll catch you next time bye, bye. kia ora e tewi